Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here's Father David. Christ is in our midst. Merry Christmas. I don't know if you realize this, but Christmas is a problem. Because it turns every understanding that we have of God, that mankind has historically had of God, upside down. Uh, and to demonstrate this, I want to read to you uh, something from St. John Chrysostom's Anaphora. You are God, ineffable, beyond comprehension, invisible, beyond understanding, existing forever, and always the same. This is pretty much the definition of God that mankind has always understood in some way, fashion, or form. I mean, even the atheists would agree with most of these statements and then come to the conclusion he doesn't exist. But, you know, for example, they would say he's ineffable. There's no word that can describe him because he doesn't exist. Uh, beyond comprehension, again, because he doesn't exist. Invisible, they certainly would agree with that one. And beyond understanding, and they would agree with that too. So even the atheists have this understanding of God. The Jews have this understanding of God. The Muslims have this understanding of God. There's this transcendental, radical other being out there. And regardless of where you go, what religion you have, there is something similar to this conception of God. Of course, we agree with them. However, today is born a child in Bethlehem. And as we read in the Gospel, the three magi appear with these three gifts. One of them is frankincense, which is a proper oblation to God. You burn frankincense in the temple, and this is a proper way to worship God. They bring gold, however, because he is king. Well, that too could be seen as a proper adoration of God, because if you recall when the people of God clamored to have a king, there were, the prophets were upset because, well, who is the king of Israel? God is king. That's why for so many years they only had judges, because they were not like anybody else, but the people wanted a king. So God said, okay, give him a king. We'll teach him a few things about what it means to be king. And anyway, I plan to be of the lineage of King David, so it's okay. Let them have a king. So the frankincense and the gold could be understood to be proper oblations to God. 
But then there's this tricky thing of the myrrh. Because myrrh is a burial spice. It is something that you anoint the body with to cover the smell. So here are the three wise men calling Christ God, and not just man, but a man who is destined to die. Do you see the problem? This is nothing like any conception of God that has ever been. That this ineffable, unknowable, invisible, transcendental God has not only become tangible, knowable, comprehensible, but that he is so human that he will go through all of the things that you and I will go through as human beings. He will suck from the breast of his mother. He will learn to walk. He will learn to talk. He will go through puberty. He will suffer. He will be hungry. He will be angry. He will be filled with joy. And ultimately, he will die. And this problem of this person, Christ, as both God and man, has been something that human beings, in their arrogance, have been trying to fix ever since the birth of Christ. Herod tried to fix it by killing him. Well, he tried to kill him. The the, the various heresies throughout the history of the church, from the Gnostics to the Arians to the Nestorians to the Monophysites, tried to fix the problem by getting rid of one aspect of who Christ is. Get rid of his, the fact that he's a human being, or you get rid of the fact that he's God. So you fix the problem. Of course, when we do that, and when we try to do that by getting rid of either the Godhead or the humanity of Christ, we end up heretics. We end up not accepting Christ for who he really is both God and man. And one of the things that the Orthodox Church has done that no other denomination of Christianity understands is that we carefully maintain both what John Chrysostom says about God, that he is ineffable, beyond comprehension, invisible, beyond understanding, existing, and always the same. And we carefully maintain the fact that Christ became a human being so that we can partake of divine nature. It's both and. And the way that we do this, we see in the Nicene Creed, we differentiate between Usia and hypostasis. Both mean nature. They're synonyms. But the way we use them, Usia refers to what John is talking about here. That ineffable, unknowable, invisible aspect of God. 
And the hypostases refer to that part of God where we experience Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We experience the tangibility of Christ become a babe in a cave. The tangibility of the body and blood on that table. The ability for us to partake of everything that Christ is. And rather than trying to explain how it is possible that bread and wine become the body and blood, and that we have this human being that is also God, we simply say, thank you, God. It's a divine mystery, something that we will never truly understand, but it is something that we can participate in, It is something that is given to us that we can accept and freely receive. And when we do so, all that is possible with God is possible in and through us. And we have generation after generation after generation of saints who demonstrate to us what happens when we allow God to transform our fallen humanity into the humanity that Christ clothed himself with and that he clothes us with. That light that shines forth from Christ at the transfiguration on Mount Tabor shines forth from Christ from the time he is a babe to the time he is risen from the dead, to the time when he is seated at the right hand of God, in that glory which was always his. And as John says, he never changes. So that glory was always there, is always there. And that glory, shining forth from that babe in a cave, can shine forth from you and I, if we allow it, by trying to become like that babe in a cave. And we do that, of course, by doing what we do today, sacrificing of our time, our treasure, and our talents, so that we gather as the Church of Christ, that we allow Christ to come into our lives and we take what he has given us here today and we walk with him everywhere we go, trying to be more and more like him, allow him to increase in us while we decrease so that one day that glory that shines forth from the humanity of Christ, both in the cave and on the throne, shines through us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, unto the ages of ages. Thank you for listening to Annunciation with Father David. If you would like to speak with someone at Annunciation or visit us, you can find contact information, directions, and service times at our website at annunciationdecatur.org. The chant at the beginning and end of this podcast is the Byzantine hymn, Kentuckian of the Mother of God, sung by Capella Romana. For more information, go to their website at capellaromana.org.
www.ghostbusters.org.